Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another outstanding edition of Ghost Chronicles, the International Division. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable, New England's own Van Helsink. And with me, all the way from across the pond, and back fresh from his island tour, is the most honorable Steve Parsons. Good afternoon. How are you? Good, good, good. So good, you, you good, made it good. Back, yeah. You made it back from Ireland, right? I made it successfully back from Ireland after a fabulous weekend uh, with some great people, a great location, and uh, ghostology. Mm-hmm. So how was that received? You know, I, you, know, we, you know, you and I talked about this quite a bit, and we believe, well, I believe that yeah, it would fly here. And uh, you kind of differ, so let's let's talk a little bit about that. So okay. although, first, we got to define what ghostology is. Ghostology is exactly what it says on the tin. It's the ology or the study, the knowledge of ghosts. Nothing more, nothing less. So, as the book is entitled, uh, because there's also a book coming out this year called Ghostology: The Art of the Ghost Hunter, which I think is mm-hmm. it. But ghostology, it's not about teaching people to ghost hunt. I mean, uh, I couldn't, I wouldn't, and I don't think I should. Uh, It's about giving people the basic knowledge to facilitate them to go and conduct their own investigations. Uh, It's not how to guide. Well, it's information rather than um, a how-to guide. It gives them... Uh, the basic building blocks from which they can construct their own investigations. Because every team, every investigation, every situation is completely different. And Mm -hmm. there cannot be a universal guide, you know, A to B to C. But there are some common um, blocks. For example, uh, Ghostology, the course, and indeed the book, uh, considers um, what is a ghost. I mean, that's the, that has to be the very first question, doesn't it? I mean, what is a ghost? So, okay. Before we get into uh, that, though, you mentioned that you didn't think there was a universal guide, but what about groups like? I mean, I, I remember when I first started doing this, there were groups like uh, the International Ghost Hunters Society, and they actually had uh, courses on how to ghost hunt the, the way to do it properly and and if you go into if you went on the internet and, and asked for ghost hunting courses you would find quite a few of them so do you think that i mean do you think you've overstated it? you said there are none and i really you know there are so many people out there that believe there are there are hundreds and they're entitled to their their opinion my my opinion and my belief is that um i think you should empower people you think you should give them the information and 
the tools. Um, but what they ultimately do with those tools is up to them because uh, I have perfected a method that works very well for me and my team at Parascience, the team on which I'm mm-hmm. proud to be a member. Uh, but those methods might not work for another team because another team will be comprised of different individuals. It will have a different dynamic. It will have a different uh, series of expectations. It will be, um, you know, there are there are groups who seek to prove the existence of life after death. There are groups who, who have many different things that they wish to pursue. So... What ghostology is is doing in in effect is um, not not saying, "Hey, this is how you must do it to achieve a successful outcome," because that wouldn't be it wouldn't be fair to them because they would just end up like a, some sort of clone of parascience, which probably wouldn't work for their group. But what it does do is say, "Here are some common things that you uh, would will need to consider." Um, in order to uh, conduct an investigation in the best and achieve the best possible outcome, regardless of whatever your outcome is, whatever method you use, and indeed whatever method you use. Interesting. So it's it's an inclusive book, and it's it's also designed as it, as is the course. Uh, they're not just designed for people who already ghost hunt. Um, it's it's designed for people who uh, might want to go and conduct investigations but haven't yet, but also people who who just want to learn a little bit more about, you know, what what it might entail. The, the, you know, the merely curious. There's also an element, because you know me, um, to try and educate the parapsychologists who think that they already can. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, so it's 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 not a how-to guide. It's an information. Uh, it's a reference book. So it starts don't, off. Don't you don't you think that that ghost hunting and and, and I I'm kind of agreeing with the parapsychologists that uh, ghost hunting is more of a psychological experience rather than anything really scientific. Uh, well. They would disagree. They would say that uh, uh, psychology is a science. But you're absolutely right in in one respect. Um, It is, in fact, it's not looking for, and this is something I stress both in the book and on the course, uh, in the very first, uh, in the opening chapters and in the the first module of ghostology, um, is that you're not actually looking for ghosts. What you're actually there studying is a very interesting human phenomena, a human experience that people have been reporting for thousands of years. Um, and on that basis, ghosts absolutely exist. In fact, there's uh, one of the chapters in the book is called Ghosts Do Exist. We, can't, mm-hmm. we cannot deny that ghosts exist. They absolutely do. Uh, Depending on your definition, of course. Well, depending on your definition, um, but we have, you know, a huge wealth of evidence that people have experiences that they call ghosts. What we don't have very much information for is what constitutes a ghost. And also, when you look at the definitions of what are ghosts, uh, from the dictionary definition to parapsychology definitions, they are all uh, inaccurate to a larger uh, extent and so one of the things that you know we do need to consider and define is what is it that we're actually studying uh you know what is a ghost 
so that's that's actually the very first thing that both the book and the the, the ghostology course consider and uh, in an interactive way i don't i don't make a definition um you know I leave that to the participants. I leave that to the readers to define. Because everybody will have their own definition. Spiritualists will have a different definition from parapsychologists. Uh, skeptics will have a different definition from those who believe. So, it, uh, But we do have to define what it is that we're studying. We must have a definition in order... You know, if we, if we lack a definition, a clear definition, then we might as well stop what we're doing right away so is this what you're going to be covering at my uh, paranormal study group on uh, September 22nd at uh, circles exactly that uh, we're going to be actually considering that definition not the question but uh, what we what we want to do is to try and get people to define for themselves uh, mm -hmm. what is it what is a ghost and we're going to look at all the other definitions or some of the other definitions as well and we're going to critically look at them to see do they stand up to scrutiny? And, and can people construct a better definition? Mm -hmm. And uh, which is going to be pretty cool, too, is that uh, you can still register for this. There, there is room. And if you go to Circles of Wisdom uh, website or you can call them at 978-474-8010. That's 978 Four seven four eighty ten, and you can register. And uh, Steve and I will be there for this uh, evening, which should be interesting. I I'm looking forward to myself. And I've decided, out of my great wisdom, of course, that uh, my my good friend, Mr. Richard Felix, has written a book. What is a ghost? So uh, yes. during that, yes, during that class, we will actually. Uh, we're going to give away one of those books. I have one of those rare copies, and uh, I, I will be there, be there to uh, sign it. And uh, I, hopefully, my esteemed colleague here will as well. If, well, if you are the lucky one, it would be it would be a pleasure to sign it because um, I wrote one of the um, introductory parts of the book for Richard, as, as well as I. As well as, as you. Well as I uh, yep. So they will. So, they will not only get a book; they will get two signatures from the contributing authors of the book. Yeah, and these books are pretty rare. Uh, so uh, incredibly rare. Especially the states. They're incredibly <laughs> rare over in the UK as well. If the truth be known, I mean, I had to actually get mine from the from the states because even though I'd uh, contributed exactly. Uh, yeah. I spammed it with a bunch of copies from Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, that's going to be on uh, September 22nd at Circles of Wisdom. And I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, you know, uh, it's a subject we really don't talk about enough, so it'll be uh, well, extremely interesting. And, exactly. uh, it's something everybody, you know, uh, all of the ghost hunters and all of the paranormal investigators or whatever title they want to call themselves, it's something that they go out every weekend doing. It's something that they've dedicated their, their uh, spare time, their hobbies to doing. But uh, I think it's, it's, it's kind of cool to, to take, take a step back and consider what is it that we're actually uh, studying. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, 
And if anybody's interested, and Steve and I are doing a, a lot of events together while you're over here in the shot. Was it 10 days, 14 days? I can't even grasp, grasp it. But uh, if you're interested in any of the events, you can go to my website, which is anyghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, and we have a list of all the events there. So is it is it 10 or 14 days, Steve? Uh, oh. Over, I arrive on Thursday. The first event. <laughs> You're as bad as me. <laughs> yeah, the fir- well, the first event is Friday, and then I'm there till the following. It's thirteen. It's, Ooh, yeah, it's thirteen day. days. Won't be. Give or take. Uh, <laughs> it's somewhere between ten and fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> I fly out on the 30th. Somebody else do the maths in the chat room, please. <laughs> yeah, let them do it. <laughs> yeah, I arrive on the 17th, go back on the 30th. <laughs> so, um, when will Ghostology be out? Um, I, I actually don't have a, a, def- a definite date. Um, we're at the very final stages now. If I compare this to Paracoustics, that took, uh, I think, about eight weeks in total. Um, so I'm, I'm guessing that we're going to see it, it will, it should hit the shelves in time for the Christmas, uh, sales. So any ghost hunters looking to get it as a Christmas gift in their stockings, I think that should be perfectly possible. I think it'll be out in plenty of time for the Christmas sales. Um, I, I had hoped it, it would have been out a little sooner. Um, but, you know, these things, uh, there was always some last minute additions, um, technology advances and ghostology. Well, Ghostology is. Try, I've tried to keep it as up to date as I can. You know, it, it looks at all of the technological advances in in paranormal investigation, ghost investigation, and there have been some. You know, there are constant uh, updates, um, and as long as we've got the ability to edit, which is literally right up until the last minute, then you know, obviously, I can continue to make additions uh, to make sure that it, the copy is as when it's finally printed, will be as up-to-date as possible. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's really interesting. I'm looking forward to get my copy of uh, Paracoustics, of course. Uh, it's, I, I packed, got, it, I I packed gotta, it today. You know, I've got to fix that table. It's, it's driving me nuts. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, what, what, what a lot of people don't know is, I mean, Ghostology will not have a hardback edition. There is only the uh, e-book edition and the uh, softback edition. Uh, well, Paracoustics, we specifically requested that the publisher do a hardback edition. Um, and we tailored the number of pages um, uh, to your uh, particular requirements after you gave us the measurements of the shortfall in the leg. And the coffee table, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, a softback does, doesn't work for holding up a coffee yeah. table. Yeah, excellent, excellent. So, anyways, last week we were up here and we were checking out the trails uh, for the Blair Witch Ghost Hunt, which is Saturday night at Spirit Quest, and, and uh, uh, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I looked at some of these trails, and, and according to Kelly Spangle, who has been here at the past Spirit Quest before, uh, she definitely believes there is. A, the land is uh, got a lot of spirit, and, and uh, she's not the only one. I know many other people have said that too, and uh, they run also special, uh, you know, like New Age uh, events outside here on the land and stuff. And uh, in fact, just last week I was here for a uh, oh god, it was like 
uh, I was trying to think of the year, but it's like, you know, like nights and so forth. But they were outside there doing their thing. And uh, they had their little witches there, too, as well. So it, it's, the land's great. Uh, the trails are great. Uh, I'm looking forward to working with Steve. Steve and I are going to be working together that night, uh, if he will, of course. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. It'd be my pleasure. You know, he's kind of a prima donna, and, you know, he might only want only, – he only do it if he gets all you, green you, M&Ms you, you, in the green room. You can continue to talk, but you just missed me say it would be a pleasure to work with you. Um, and yeah, you know, you know, you know. Um, I mean, I've obviously been to the to VZ before, and uh, it is one of those locations. Now, I haven't walked very far away from the buildings, um, mm-hmm. but it's one of those locations. Uh, I, I have no psychic senses. Um, I don't sense atmosphere, but it does have a particular presence and it does it does it reminded me from the first time i saw it two years ago um something it it's almost like being on the set of a stephen king movie um very surreal surrounded by the woodland and that transition i mean during the daytime it's just you know parkland it's just you know the buildings but during that transition between um day into night at twilight and through dusk and then as it, as it finally goes dark, the ambiance changes, and it does become a very different location. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to, to revisiting VZ again and seeing how the participants in the Blair Witch Ghost Hunt, uh, because it's a movie that that it's an iconic film. Um, I remember shouting. As bad as it was, huh? I remember shouting at the screen when it first came out. <laughs> Because it was, uh, it wasn't shouting it because it was such a bad film. I mean, they did something that was brand new in in in, in the horror genre. This idea of the forgotten, the left camera, the found camera footage. Uh, yeah. But but uh, I remember shouting at the investigators when they were in the tent and the noises were going on outside, and she was doing that sort of uh, television bit to camera. You know, the bit that they they ignore looking at yeah. the, the camera outside and they do selfies with the video camera. Um, I so bad. Get outside, go find the bloody thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> because no, as no, an investigator, you know, it. I think it, I think had I been there with the Blair Witch was, you know, had it been a real uh, situation, I think my my uh, first reaction would have been to have gone after it rather than let it come after me, because that's right. what we do, isn't it? Well, there are, that's the the problem. You know, a lot of people don't understand that uh they say oh i I couldn't do that i'd I'd run or or uh, you know aren't you ever get scared or whatever and and yourself and myself and uh, there are other investigators that well as well that would not do that they they're pretty well grounded with you know that's what they're there for is to explore the unknown and uh you know unless there's a freaking raging uh grizzly bear coming at me i'm not gonna move well, it would be, it's kind of akin to a fisherman running away from catching a fish, isn't it? Exactly. Uh, good point. Like, yeah, very yeah, good point. That's what, we're there, that's what we're there to study. And I've never understood this idea of being frightened of the phenomena. Um, because on the occasions when I am confronted with things that, you know, the things that we're looking for, the things that take place unexpectedly, that's... That's the moment to live for. That's the moment that, you know, you may have waited days, weeks, months, some cases even longer. Uh, and to then run away from that opportunity 
this seems to be dog crazy. You know, you know what? It's interesting because you know, I talk about the the full body operation I saw uh, during the ghost tour where I was leading a tour, and I saw you know. As clear as day, someone outside the window walking from window to window towards the door, and so much so that I stopped my dissertation to wait for them to come in, so I didn't want to repeat myself and waited and waited. When they didn't come in, I actually asked if they were out there. No, no one's out there. But, you know, people all say, Well, would you, you know, did you, you, you know, weren't you like, I was like, Huh, what did I do? In my head, really, it just, it just, I explained to, the people that were there, what I had just saw. And, and of course, I'm sure they thought it was just part of the, the tour or whatever. But th- that's the way you do it. You look at it. I, I explained the situation exactly as it happened. And that's kind of like you, you want to share that moment with someone to get their point of view or just, and, you know, whatever. But that's to me, that's what it's all about is, is you've got to – Kind of like analyze the situation as it happens, rather than, you know, to have an emotional reaction to it. You, you're exactly right. The other, I mean, you've you've touched on something there that I think is the the if you dig down, if you uh, go right to the core of what what we do, uh, and you ask people, you know, why do you, why do you hunt for ghosts? Why do you you know spend your time in dark buildings at night? Mm-hmm. Uh, they come up with all sorts of altruistic answers. Some some people say that they want to help the community or help the, the, the clients or study mm-hmm. the phenomena. And they're all perfectly valid reasons, and they are reasons that... If they're know, for I, real. I, well, and they're, they're reasons that I will also subscribe to. But, you know, you drill right down to it. Don't we all just want to have that experience too? Don't we all just want to oh, see the for ourselves? So I think we have to be honest. You know, one of the reasons that we are there is... If, to see a ghost for ourselves and it's 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 an important step in the process of the investigation because somebody has said that they have had an experience that they've seen heard or you know one of the other senses uh and it one of the best ways to understand what it is uh what their experience entailed is to try and attempt to replicate and have that same experience for yourself Mm -hmm. so you know that's that's part of the, you know, that's a, a key step in the investigation process. Oh, absolutely. You, you cannot conduct an investigation from a distance. You know, these armchair critics who who talk all this nonsense uh, but then never really leave the keyboard uh, really don't have a great understanding of the subject. I agree with you 100% on that. So, But this, it's, you know, it's an amazing thing that we do in that, it's it's so difficult to explain, and I think that's why we do it. Is is we're looking to try to explain the situation ourselves, and no doubt about it, we want to experience the situation, whatever it is, whether it's a report or just something that occurs while we're doing something else, uh, which 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 happens a lot. Uh, you know, when, you, you know, the, I always talk about to me one of the the, the best pictures that I really get moved by is the lady in brown and that's because they were just they weren't looking for ghosts they were just photographing the place and that's when that all occurred so to me you know you want to explain that situation you want to understand it I, I don't know if you can even explain it but I, you, you want to understand it I think that's the the first step is to try to understand it and 
that's why I, I do what I do is I want to understand what's going on or at least attempt to. That has to be the very first step of an investigation, doesn't it? I mean, we try to understand what it is that the witness saw because when a when somebody comes along and said, "Hey, I had this really, I, I, I've just seen a ghost, or I've had some other uh, ghostly experience." We are getting mm-hmm. and we're dealing with it. First of all, it's second-hand information um, because mm-hmm. you know we're hearing it from them, but it's also subjective information because we're hearing their interpretation of their experience. And uh, whilst that might give us a great insight into what took place, it's not an accurate insight sometimes. And uh, oh, great. You know, it, yeah, it, we're kind of playing. Yeah, we're kind of playing catch up all the time. Um, you know, the ghost has gone, the experience has gone away, and uh, there are mechanisms that we you know, methods that we can use uh, to give us an opportunity to understanding and being there is is perhaps the best of all. Being there with the understanding, though. Yeah, it, it also is. Is why do people see ghosts? I mean, to me, that is one of the key questions, as far as I'm concerned. Why are people seeing ghosts? Um, that's a question that I think is uh, <laughs> that's a philosophical question. I think lots of people see ghosts, but it's how it's what they they interpret as being a ghost. Uh, the ghost might, for them, you know, have a multitude of explanations, and why they see a ghost is is I think you're, you we have to deal there with the with the individual's belief and their expectation. It's rather it's rather like, uh, in, in a way, uh, religious visions. Uh, you know, people who believe in Christ will see visions of the Virgin Mary or, or Christ or some mm-hmm. other saint. Uh, whereas people who believe in Islam or Judaism will have visions of their own religious figures. People who believe mm-hmm. in UFOs will, will see, you know, aliens or see. I, they will interpret this sometimes, and it can be demonstrated that they, can, they, that they will interpret the same stimulus in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it is actually the study of human experience, a, a very interesting facet of being human. And uh, rather than for hunting for ghosts as such, uh, in terms of them being, and they may well be, an external entity that we can hunt with rifles whilst wearing body armour um, and carrying, you know, boxes of equipment. It right. really... Shoot, shoot, shoot poor shoot, Cecil the Lion. And shoot poor Cecil the Lion. It does, mm. it, it, you know, it, I think it, people overlook the fact that the people that see ghosts, and there are thousands, millions of people that have seen ghosts over thousands of years, are having a very interesting, sometimes a very profound experience. But it's how they're interpreting it may actually be uh, affecting their um, testimony. Mm-hmm. So, Which is true, because but, everything we see, we see through our own uh, own reality, and everything we see is interpreted through us. Uh, it's in reality, we say we saw this and we saw that. And you and I have talked this many times about that. You know, I, I saw it. It must be true because I saw it. And we know that that is definitely slanted. You saw what is the question. And, you know, so it, it, the whole experience to me is, is really a personal experience more than, uh, you know, a group experience anyways. I, I I can only agree. I can only agree. 
So anyways, uh, you are coming over here soon, and uh, we're going to be talking... Very, uh, not soon, very soon. Uh-huh. So uh, I guess we're coming up to the break right now? We are, I can hear the sound in the background. All right, so uh, let's take a break. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles uh, International with Steve Poss and Ron Kolick. We'll be right back with following messages. Monday mornings just got scarier. Tune in every Monday at 11 a.m. for another episode of Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition with New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolick, and his inquisitive travel companion, Lou Blassie, the professor. Hey, that's me. Each week we'll delve into the realm of the supernatural where all that is is not what it appears to be. With remarkable guests, spirited conversation, and the occasional voice of the deceased, we'll bring you a whole new meaning to the term dead air. Ghost Chronicles, Mondays at 11 on Eagle Radio 1110. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. And spooky, they all talk ugly gooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Parax family. Greetings and felicitations. I am Ron Kolek, New England's own Van Helsing. And I'm Ann Kerrigan, the Blonde Bombshell. We are here at the elegant Benford Hall, the Downton Abbey of Menace. And we would like to extend a formal invitation to you. To tune in every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Ghost Chronicles and Next Generation. On Tokinet, Parax, Ghost Channel, and Planet Paranormal. You can even listen live on your smartphone with your tune-in app. I'll catch the podcast on iTunes. And now, time for two. Anyway, you're back to... Can I bring the second half in? I always give you the backup music. Okay. Welcome back to part two of Ghost Chronicles, The Lost Cause. <laughs> hey, that, that, that could, that could be the You never next spoke truer words. That you never spoke truer words. Could be the, I could, there we go. We've got this, we, we were looking for a new show title. 
Yeah, there you go. There you go. Ghost Chronicles, the Lost Cause, just, with New England's so own... What? No, all dead people. Okay. With New England's very own Van Helsing, and all the way from across the pond, but won't be for very much longer, because he's going all the way across the pond to the other side. Yeah, but I'm going over there, he'd tell you. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave the computer switched on. <laughs> um, yeah, so before the break we were talking about ghost sex And uh, after the break it's time to talk about haunted toilets Or at least that's what we tell Or at least that's what we tell production before we you know, go Richard, yeah. Richard actually wanted to do a book on haunted toilets Yeah, well, you know, water tape theory and all that Oh, no it doubt, right in, does it? No doubt yeah. Richard's talked at all about the water tape theory uh, He's mentioned it once or twice I'm not surprised It's another idea he pinched off me no, no, that was his. That was his. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Richard has lots of good ideas, none of his own, unfortunately. Oh, did I say that? About, did did I you say just that? say that out loud? Oh, oh, oh no. my. Oh, my. Richard, God. you know we love you. We know you love Richard. Yeah. Richard. If he ever answered his phone, we'd have had him back on the show again because I wanted to. Uh, Richard, if you're listening to this podcast, we need to get you back on the show because we want to get we you do. to tell us all about psychic and science because that's coming back to. Uh, a theatre near you in the UK this fall. I say fall because, you know, I'm already switching over to uh, the other yeah. side. Like, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I would have said autumn. But, uh, yeah, they've, they're back with psychic. I'll tell you, talking about fall and talking about psychic science and the future, um, for some project that I'm working on that's going to be a bit secret for the time being, I've been checking out um, these profits. Uh, now, these are particularly an American phenomena. Um, these are on these uh, evangelical television programs. Uh, one of the most famous, I think, is Glenda Jackson, uh, but there are others. Uh, there's Sid Roth and It's Supernatural, which is how I inadvertently found Glenda Jackson. Uh, uh-huh. But they have these prophets, and at the yes. moment, at the moment, big profit it, too, <laughs> big time. <laughs> um, but at the moment, they seem to. Oh, you know, before I talk about what I was going to talk about, I've got to tell you, I was watching Jim Baker. Now, this guy is in the Ozark Mountains, and he has a. He's a been around for a hundred years. Yeah, he has a morning radio show, and uh, Glenda Jackson was guesting on the show, so inevitably I watched it. And he starts talking about prophets, and he starts talking about the end of days, and then he says, uh, "And for a hundred and ten dollars, <laughs> because there's going to be a famine." You can buy buckets of powdered egg for a donation to the ministry of $110 with free shipping. That's pretty good. And for the next 15 minutes... Get your egg and eat it too. For the next 15 minutes, the whole show was devoted to selling powdered egg. Powdered egg? Mm. Good. You're getting me hungry. Because of of the end of day's famine. Anyway, apparently, whilst we're... you, yeah. By well, the way, you must you must be psychic because that's of course is the theme of next year's ghost hunting end of days. Cool. We've actually predicted in the end of day, right in the middle of ghost. Well, at the end of what, uh, this time. Quest. No, that's this time around. No, not this time. Not this time. Next year. So you better, uh, you speak Spirit to these buds. Will, will We've end got. It up in, oh, go I ahead. don't know. I don't know. According according to. Um, there are well over 150 uh, sites on the on the internet and YouTube currently predicting that between uh, starting September 15th, which is today, through to September 29th, uh, for different reasons, we're either going to encounter a giant asteroid, a planet Nibiru, um, oh, good. Good. a world good. government takeover, a world, uh, the, the 
the Pope, uh, the Pope's involved. Obama's involved. Uh, the world's oh, going to um, get away from the coast, get well inland, avoid the tsunami waves. I think somebody yeah. is. I think uh, whoever is making these prophecies has been watching Deep Impact. Yeah, uh, that was a good movie. It was a very good movie, but it's got me kind of concerned because uh, Why? you know. But... Oh, you're in the coast. Oh well, you suck. <laughs> Where's the beach? Ha- is yeah, the I'm at the beach house. <laughs> yeah, too bad. <laughs> I'm up at BC, high on a hill, so I don't have to worry. <laughs> is it more than 3,000 feet above sea level? Oh, absolutely. Because the tidal wave is expected to be 3,000 feet. No problem, because I actually have a spaceship in my backyard. so or a very no. big ladder. But no, I mean, ser- seriously, for a minute, um, there, are, there are an awful load of predictions. I mean, we've been through the 2012. <laughs> Yeah, I know. We've been through. I said seriously, didn't I? 2000. No, let's see. Yeah, 2012. 2012. No, yeah, 2012. The 20. Yeah. Don't forget 2YK or whatever the hell that yeah, was. Yeah, then there was the Heaven's 90. Gates. Heaven's yeah, yeah, Gates. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. apparently, uh, if anybody wants to prepare, uh, according to the um, prophet. Super Layers are going to be right, you know that. Uh, yeah, one day. <laughs> uh, next, next Wednesday, uh, so next week's. Um, Ghost Chronicles International will be the, the last one because Ron, Ron and I will be taken up in the Rapture. Uh, the Raptor. Rapture? Raptor? Isn't that a fighter plane? Um, we, we will be taken up in a Raptor. No, that's from, uh, that's from uh, Jurassic Park. Those are those bad dinosaurs that, according to the new Jurassic Park, are now good dinosaurs. So, hey. Oh, I thought it, I thought it, I just wanted to do with the F-22 fighter Oh, jet. yeah, that, they have that Raptor, too. So Yeah, yeah so we'll... we'll named that too as well. well, according to the prediction, anyway, next to, uh, next Wednesday, uh, you and I are going to be taken up in an F-22 Raptor um, because it's going to be the end of the world. Excellent. So uh, that's something to watch out for next week. Uh, I've got all my ducks in a row. I'm good. Have you got your powdered egg? I'm going. It's the end of the world. What do I care? I'm going to go up. Well, I'm not going to eat powdered egg. I'll probably have a nice lobster. Before. Well, that was the amusing thing because he's predicting the end of days. He's saying that the world is... Buy powdered eggs? <laughs> the world is going to end. Send me money. I'm, you send him $110. So how is that going to help me? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. These, these, this bucket of powdered eggs has 144 servings and has a 10-year shelf life. <laughs> I'm all for that. <laughs> now, that's gross. Because apparently uh, 40 billion chickens in Iowa have just yeah, that, been killed. That's gross. Yeah, that's gross. So, uh, one okay. gross exactly. But... Okay. Anyways, you um, would never yeah. expect that on a religious program. But this Glenda Jackson, um, the yeah, prophet, yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, she she claimed to have predicted. Um, I mean, like like so many 9/11, uh, the shooting of Reagan, um, and a whole raft of other. But she she claims, and this is interesting because she says she, she was the great niece, grand niece of um, Maria Wordsworth Etta, who is. Qu- well known, you know, uh, within uh, certainly spiritualist circles, as a as a very uh, she was religious prophet, prophetess, um, and as somebody, you know, I've got some. She's mentioned in a number of the books that I have, uh, and Glenda Jackson. Uh, for the British listeners, I'm not talking about the Brit- the famous British actress Glenda Jackson. I'm talking about oh, I like though, an, an American with very wild hair. Uh, who is a prophet and who speaks to God on a daily basis. She also no, claims to have God listens been taken... Everyone. You don't have to be a prophet. Well, she claims also to have been taken by an angel to have visited hell to see it for it's, herself. It's probably aliens. And then uh, to follow, she was taken by uh, the angel well, to the North Korean, heaven. I'm not sure. 
all the North Koreans, that's sure. Um, but I don't know, that's something that's, that's quite unique to American culture. Uh, it's not something that we have here in Europe. We don't have these religious uh, prophets. Oh, that's here. a shame. Uh, we don't have we, these. We can lend you a couple if van- you want. <laughs> you don't seem short of them, that's for certain. Oh, sure. no, no, we so. have them all over. I, 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 want bet. I mean, why, why go spend all that money for powdered eggs when I can give you. Uh, definitely great predictions myself because on Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition, I made pro- I made predictions for the upcoming year, and already two of them have come through right on the button. So, I'm, I mean, I could be the next thing. You'll be buying your powdered eggs for me pretty soon. There you go. Better than $110. They weren't charging for the powdered eggs. The eggs were free, but you had to give a donation to the Ministry of the Minimum of Yeah, well, you can give a donation uh, to me, and I'll be happy yeah. to. That was, I thought that was quite clever. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. But they so do anyways, a, a very can we talk about point. something really serious now? It is serious because there's, there must be... Uh, oh. we're, talking about, <laughs> no, we're talking about human experiences before the break and the study of ghosts but and how it's affected by people's belief. But we have, I mean, it's quite clear from, from the research I've been doing the, this past few weeks Ooh. on religious prophecy uh, that, that there are uh, well uh, millions of people in North America who believe um, that they are going to be taken up and that they... Ooh, 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 ooh. I just, I just, I got something that's brilliant. Go on, man. You ever hear of the cigarette, the movie The Cigarette and the, the philosophy and the tape and all that money-making thing that they did, The Cigarette? Mm, yes. Yeah, you know, you know, manifestation and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, So yeah. if all people are buying into this, um, this prophecy sh- stuff... Uh, <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> then could they manifest it? Could the cigarette, using the, the power of the cigarette, manifest the end of the world? Hmm. How about well, that? Well, Kelly, uh, Kelly and uh, other witches will tell you that, that magic and witchcraft is based upon willpower, so we have... Um, which, uh, what we'll, which is what we'll be doing at uh, SpiritQuest. Exactly. So, I mean, if, if, uh, if these prophets convince enough millions of people, would that become a possibility? I know. That's what I'm saying. Wasn't that exciting, huh? Ooh, that could be scary. Yeah. So we if could we just, get... Or we minute, could if, just all drown under a massive powdered egg. Oh, wait a minute. If I could get enough people to... Yeah believe that I should be president, then they all thought about it, then maybe there would be this great write-in thing and I'd become president of the United States. Just enough well, people I, I, can, I can see the appeal. I mean, immediately you said it, I thought about it, and then, uh, yeah. what, 10 milliseconds later, dismissed the possibility as being outrageous. <laughs> what, that, that many people would write in, or is it... <laughs> <laughs> I would but, be president of the United but, States. But magic and witchcraft... American blonde. Not that yeah. it matters anymore. Well, it won't after next Wednesday, because um, we're going up in that F-22. Um, but magic and witchcraft, which is part of this year's spirit quest, um, realize uh, it, it's, its premise is, is, is willpower, isn't it? Its premise is the power of will. Thou shalt not do evil, thou shalt not do... Thou shalt do unto others before they've even thought of doing it to you. Get the first strike in. Um, you know, it's, it's all about will, your will over somebody else uh, to, right. to achieve something. Will you so, won't. So, uh, who knows? Yeah, so that's exciting. So, uh, anyways, in fact, uh, so if you believe in this stuff, and uh, Kelly Spangler certainly does, uh, she will be part of the Spirit Quest, which is included. Oh, she, 
will be right. a prosperity. How to do a prosperity spell? A bit pointless, so, isn't it? No, this is actually cool because you could do a prosperity bell, spell and cover your ticket price for a spirit quest. I, you know, I'm, I'm excited about well, that. Well, no, I mean, just think about it. We're going to be doing that. Is that Friday or Saturday? Uh, I'm not sure of the schedule. I don't have. All right. Well, okay. Even so, you've only got four days of prosperity. Then poof. So what? End of the world. That's if you believe that. What if it End doesn't come world. through? You well, if, you believe it, if you believe in the prosperity spell, then you should buy def- No, no, no. Why? That's, a, that's no, no. Well, why what not? If, what if, why not? Wait a minute. What if? Oh, that, selectively. Uh, yes, exactly. If you, believe it, if you believe in the Let rubbish of a... Let me finish. <laughs> what if... This is a good point. What if, what if you... Uh, yeah. You don't believe in it, but somebody else does. So, I mean, is... is this person who believes in it will get it, and not you. If you don't believe in it, it's not going to happen. So, you know, is that why... There you go. I... you just solved my dilemma. I will survive the end of the world because I don't believe it's happening. Exactly. Cool. Yeah, there you go. So when I'm stood on the beach at... When the Salisbury. nuclear submarine comes up? At Salisbury, watching the tsunami, I'll just go, hey, do you know what? I don't believe it. this is happening, and it'll just wash straight over me. No, it won't happen. It'll just Melt disappear in our world. It, like, called, Moses, like Moses, well, it'll just party the side. Well, it could. It could happen to you anyways. Uh, but, uh, you, you, you know, wish. it could be you alternate, wish. alternate dimensions. Alternate <laughs> dimensions. Hey, know? well, that's part of this uh, end of the world thing because CERN, the big uh, particle accelerator in Switzerland, is yeah. firing up on the 23rd of September. And oh, one, of the things, one of the things that the scientists at CERN are, are actually... Yeah. Well, one of the things that the scientists at CERN are actually looking for and hoping to um, discover using the Large Hadron Collider this time around is the possibility of new dimensions. It's one of the stated aims of the experiment that's going to commence right, right, on right. the 23rd of September uh-huh. to see if they can actually unlock the secret of uh, new dimensions. So even, even if I dive in this universe, I know somewhere else I'm fine, so I'm, I'm not worried about it. Uh, so... <laughs> But, but you know what's what's really cool though is that you know the world cannot end uh, because uh, you know I already put my order in for the ghost act and I want to make sure I get my ghost act before it ends. Are you as well? How long's your waiting list? How long were you told on the email? Uh, what year is this? Uh, Twenty fifteen. As soon as they get enough money and they can skip town, then I'm sure I'll get it. Uh, we were told three months. Ah, three months. So that was what? So you already put your order in? Of course. Um, that was two weeks ago. So two and a half. I was half, hoping you, you would have it. I was hoping eight. you'd have it for Spirit Quest. Uh, well, I'm bringing over the new Fleer One, which is uh, about as about as difficult to find as a chicken in Iowa. Ah. Um, because excellent. Uh, we, we talked about that on the thermal imaging. How did X and Alex again? Good job. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so that's coming over, so people can have a look at that. Um, uh-huh. And it's something that's incredibly affordable. Do you know the the model I got last year for the for those pe- anybody who's got the iPhone five? You can now pick that up here in the UK for one hundred and twenty pounds. So that's you want, yeah. My thousand dollar flare is is like three hundred bucks or something now. Uh well, they're coming that's down ridiculous. in price, but they have that handheld camera that you've got is certainly as uh, better than the first-generation smartphone cameras. No, that same camera. Huh? The same one. What are you talking about? The one you got a couple of years ago. 
It's three hundred bucks. Jeez, is it? And and you get free gifts. Oh, what candy? Case candy. No, oh, you get like a thermal thermometer or some other cool thing. Well, that's important. And one of the one of the cool thing, one of the important things. That, I mean, that's actually covered in ghostology. Um, is it? There's actually a look at thermal imaging and how to use a thermal imaging co- uh, camera. You and I have both done the course. And it, one of the things that you do need is I an like accurate thermal. Sandwiches, which is awesome. Yeah, but one did you of the get it when you took it? No. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We ha- no, we had a we had a cooked meal. Oh, you had a cooked meal? Yeah, we had a cooked meal. Because oh, our no, course we, lasted, we, our, well, we had several because our course lasted three days. Oh no, no, my own was just one, unfortunately. Oh, no, Damn. I, I want to do the big one for three days. I, I, day if course. they get cooked meals, I definitely want to go for that. Yeah, and and, and a hotel. Um, really? Yeah. Well, it would be. It was three days. Uh huh. So, uh, yeah, you completely thrown me on track now. Uh, me? No. Anyway, let's have a look through the chat room and see what we've got. We've got people talking about selfies. Um, we've got Toilets. Nathan saying, yeah, we've got Nathan saying he hunts in the dark because he has a face for radio. Well, that's why we're on the radio um, and not on television anymore. Um, and Haunted Toilets apparently is a crack shot. Shoot. Ah, that's good. So anyways. Um, so we're up to date with the chat room, so we can ignore uh, them now. Yeah, there you go. You also be dining, do dining the dead with uh, us as well on Tuesday the 29th up at the haunted Winter restaurant, which is exciting because uh, uh, if we're hip- alive, the hippo press is doing a special article on it, so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, if we're all still here. Well, you you won't be evidently if you're believing this stuff. I'm good. I don't I'm believe that, so I'm good. I, I will survive because it's not my reality. So there you go. Oh, fair enough. Uh, yes, we are, and we're going to do. A, a, we're going to be doing a unique talk that night. One that's. Uh, we will. It's called "The Devil Played Played Cards," and it's a story of some very interesting. You're things. not stealing any of my presentations anymore, are you? No, 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 no. no. Like you do with my but bell you, witch. You can do your you, you can do your card stuff beforehand. Oh, um, I will. I will. I'm, the devil played cards. It's perfect again. Look at that! Another segue. Great job. You yeah. see the stuff I give to you? Yeah. Just hand it to you on a I know. Like, but it's two two very interesting stories of hauntings from Ireland, from the Emerald Isle, um, and a link to not just New England, but a link to the Wyndham restaurant. There's no more nudity in this, is there? There's no... Well, actually, you, you know what happened last witch- time. No, there's nudity. In the witches of England. Oh, you can't have witches without nudity. Okay, fine. Which witchcraft and nudity goes hand in hand? Do you well, say so? Hand in, yeah. It goes yeah, back to the sixties and the hippy dippies. Tree hugger. Yeah, Joe, blame, blame Gerald Gardner. Yeah, yeah. My dude, do you know what? I, uh, what? He had a lot to add. Do you know? I've, a lot of the witches, I think they do look better with their uh, floaty gowns and capes on. I, I, not a lot, most of them. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I meant to ask you this. Now, not too far. I mean, this is really, I, I should ask Stephen Scott this, but uh, you'll, you're the closest I have right now. In, okay. in the, up in Scotland, there was a, yeah, a guy. The guy that had a uh, uh, the castle on the lock. Uh, what was his name? He was, uh, he was supposed to be Satan. Uh, what was his Lavo? Uh, what was his name? Come on, help me here, Steve. I'm counting on you. Well, I mean, which castle, which 
The castle on Anthony below. What the heck is his name? Do you you know how many locks in Scotland have got castles? I'm talking about Loch Ness. Oh, Urquhart Castle. Yes. Well, that's not in a lock. That's on the side of the lock. Whatever. But there are well, there are lots of castles that are actually in locks. Do you remember the? This is a there's a question here. Would you know the guy who? Who owned that castle, or who rented that castle for a couple, several years? Header of the Satanists, or whatever. Anthony. No, Bonneau. that wasn't the that wasn't the castle. That's on the opposite side to the castle. Whatever. Just give me the information. What Alistair Crowley. Alistair Crowley. Crowley. Alistair Crowley owned Baleskin House, which is there he, there on the go. opposite side of Loch Ness um, to Urquhart Castle, which is in Urquhart. Bay on the opposite side to Boleskine House. Price owned it. Uh, sorry, Price. Uh, Alistair Crowley, known as the Beast 666, a famous uh, Satanist, um, yep. described as the most evil man in the world, um, and a, a legendary occultist, bought and owned. He was the Lord of Boleskine, and he, he bought this. The property still exists today. It's not very big. It's a single-story property um, overlooking Loch Ness. Uh, on its southern bank, well, it's it's actually its western bank, but you know, so, it's so did you say that uh, Harry? Price I've, been, I've been there. No, no, no. That was a, that was a simple naming error. But I've I've been to Boleskin. Uh, uh, it, it was then owned after um, sometime later in the 70s, 70s, I think it was. It was bought by uh, one of the band members of Pink Floyd. Um, it has a very strong in this somewhat inevitable reputation for being haunted and it's adjacent to and um, right next to a, an extremely old graveyard which I know Anne Kerrigan would love um, which uh, itself is also haunted and is one of the key sites uh, that was used for the Loch Ness Monster Hunts because it has a, an unrestricted panorama uh, of the loch now these days it's privately owned it has very large gates as you can imagine uh, the gates are probably well out of scale for the building um, the building does have a reputation of being haunted through a friend. Um, I was able to uh, visit the visit the building, which was nice. Uh, it was occupied you, at the time? It was occupied, and I spoke to the occupier. Um, okay. Did you get any stories from him? Uh, nothing that would that would lead me to want to, you know, apart from Carry the cool on. reputation. There was nothing. Yeah, there was nothing there that would that would make me sit up and take notice in terms of uh, contemporary hauntings. But it, you know, other than its cool reputation, mm-hmm. uh, it was the you know it was the home of Crowley and the the place where he performed many of his rituals. Was it ever investigated? I mean, had no, any no, paranormal no, groups no. have never investigated it? No, it's never been possible for anybody to investigate it because uh-huh. uh, after after Crowley. Um, uh, well, wasn't Crowley open for that kind of stuff, uh, paranormal uh, stuff? I mean, wouldn't he? Well, I've got, you know, I, I was, funny enough, I was only reading his biography, uh, rereading his biography earlier this year, and no, Crowley wasn't interested in, in ghosts as such. I mean, Crowley communicated with um, spirits, with demons, well, with spirits, with um, the great deities um, that we would associate with um you know, the dark, the darker arts. You know, his philosophy was uh, do unto others. Um, the, thou, sh- thou shalt be, thou, thou will shall be the whole of the law. But he was one of these guys that you know he had a he he allowed the reputation that he got 
to be given to him, um, mm-hmm. and he he, he accepted it. it. He accepted it and, and, made, and thrived on it actually. And exactly, he made yeah. a great career out of out of being the great beast, the most. So, anyways, man. that was the doorbell, which means uh, pizza from the dead is here. So we've got to wrap it up. Uh, you will be here in a couple of short days. I can't wait for it. Uh, you know, I, I'm uh, really excited about this seeing you again, and uh, I owe you so much. Uh, yeah, you're going to get it, too. Um, so, <laughs> 51 <laughs> hours, to be precise. Well, if the plane's yeah. on time, I'll see you in 51 hours. Probably you don't leave me stood outside terminal E like no, you did last year. No, I have to be inside. to be inside. Okay, well, you can't make me at the baggage carousel. I know you told me that. But anyways, <laughs> so check out Steve will be here. He'll be you know, doing a bunch of stuff with me. And uh, go to the website, anyghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, and check out all the cool stuff he's going to be doing. And uh, you can uh, actually meet him in purpose, per- person, and I'm sure. And, and, if you, and there's still time to buy your copies of Paracoustics and get me to sign them for you while yeah. they're, they're available you on Amazon. Yeah, if you can't get a copy of the book, he'll sign your boob. So there you go. There you go. Just like a rock star. That's cool. Just like a rock star. Right. Yeah, that's that's Cal's job. <laughs> How is the old Cal anyway? I don't know. There you go. Oh, isn't life wonderful? I haven't spoken to him for weeks. It's great. It's great. Uh, anyways, uh, it's time to wrap it up, I guess, which has uh, been a shame because it's been interesting. I, I, I've enjoyed our conversation today, and uh, certainly the uh, the scotch has helped. So, yeah, we should we should actually sell tickets for sitting on the porch. Um, we could, we could do Ghost Chronicles the live edition. Yeah. Anyways, there's the music, so we got to go. So we've been told. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, come and meet Steve and myself. And until uh, next time, good night. God bless. Good night. God bless. See you You'll all actually be sitting next to me next time. Yeah. Oh, wow. For two shows. Goodbye. Well, two goes- Bye. Yeah, two. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law. In today's business,